Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Okay. Let's Hello. make a musical. Let's do the musical. Let's Hi, everybody. Welcome to On Book, the scripted musical process with Zach and Jess. That one's Zacharino. That one's Jessica McKenna. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's write Let's it. Let's go. It's a full musical. Um, do we say what we said when we land? Sorry, you go. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for listening. Hope wow. you enjoyed some of those live shows. Those were a blast. Um, here we are back on the feed. Oh yeah. Keeping this little background on book project going. Real, real quick. Thank you so much for those of you who are, uh, still in the off book clubhouse. Just as a reminder, if you are, that's basically just a Patreon in a, and a patron in the more medieval sense where, you support the work of some artists and sometimes they give you stuff and often they don't. Um, but, and if you, if you want to do that, we love that. But if you don't want to do that, gosh, we don't want you to have we not totally realized that understand. that's what that is. So please. <laughs> um, but this is a buyer beware situation, but we love you all. Thank you so much for support. I like it keeps the feed running, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It does help us pay Brett and the musicians when we, it was actually sort of beautiful to be able to pay Scott from the this I don't need to get into this, but like no, I mean like we it use it for yeah. we use it for us as creative endeavors, and in a time when both of our unions were on strike, it was extremely useful. So thank so you. So we very thank much. you, but also so we, we understand if you're like, wait a second, whoops, I need to cancel this. Yeah, let us know. Um, Gosh, please, please, please. Um, um, but uh, we did also just record everyone's favorite holiday episode should i not oh talk my about gosh. that here? no no i was like i wonder which one will come out first but i guess probably this, this. will come out first for sure okay great um, yeah get the ready <laughs> the hall we just recorded the holiday episode and also as a thank you to those of you who are there um we did do a video of it so that will be there for you um but for everyone the holiday episode it's it's paul it's nicole it's the band it's everything you could possibly want we love we love doing it. We will we will truly never stop doing that. Nope. So don't you worry. Nope. Right <laughs> no matter now, where it lives or if podcasts exist, we will meet yeah, and we improvise will, like we the will holiday music. Climb out of the grave and rebuild <laughs> our bodies bone by bone. Yes. And to, yes. to bring you that episode. Um did you did you ever watch that short that's like the skeleton dance that like it's like from the 40s like a yeah, Disney Yeah pops up in all sorts of other stuff too. Yeah and then yes. they put it out like in the Halloween collection on Disney Plus and I like the premise that it's it's which is never really stated except for that like a clock is about to ding and they have to get back in the grave that they only have like maybe Halloween night to dance in the graveyard mm -hmm. and then they have to go back in their grave and a foot almost doesn't make it in it's very funny. Oh yeah. But very, I like the idea Cinderella. that if, if we got one one night we crawl out of our graves to improvise a holiday musical. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. As we have proved this year, we can do it in November if we need to. Yes. Yes. Um, um, but this is on book where we're continuing to uh, shed a light on the process of Zach and I crafting a new written musical from, from the jump. And right now we're going to, 
talk about like the this episode is vaguely about the opening. Yeah, so, the opening. It's going on. Um, also, and sort of classic us process. Our brains are goo because we are simultaneously. At some point, we'll have to jump off of this recording to go work on the other movie musical that we are working on that we can't talk about really yet. And that's, I mean, that's a good flavor to bring to any recording is just like the sort of constant distraction of your other creative endeavors that are going on. And that's not in a bad way. That's something you got to be able to do. You got to be able to pivot, bro. I mean, honestly, though, I think that we're not going to get that text until like 3 p.m. Um, I think we got time. I don't, I think, I don't, I don't time. think that text is imminent. I really love just us talking through our actual lives and we just are recording it. This is what other podcasters do. It's so easy. You guys, it's so much easier. Don't do um, a musical improv. It's so much harder. <laughs> um, so I think that we revealed that we, or maybe we didn't at the end of the narrowing, that we have selected. If we the, didn't, we're doing it now. Okay. We are doing 15-year-old portal. Um, and we've established, we don't want to tell you all, we have sort of taken this time in between to sort of, um, outline the plot, but we want you to like hear that as it comes kind of, but we're not going to do no spoilers because the part of, part of this is hearing the process, but we're not going to talk too much about like getting in the weeds about plot, but we have made some decisions and some thoughts about like rules of the world. And so, uh, and, and, and to this point of this episode, the opening episode, I think, for something of this concept, it is fun when the opening number is like, here's everything you need to know, and here are the rules of the crazy thing that is going on in this musical that is its whole conceit. Exactly. So we wanted to give our protagonist something in her world that she was reactive to as in the same year that she has this power where she uh, gets sent advice through a portal by for other 15-year-olds through time. And so, just, so yeah, just to recap. In this, yes, let's recap. In, in this family, and in, in our case, it is a, a single father and his daughter who has just mm -hmm. turned 15. Correct. And on this day, and this is what the opening will cover, he has, I guess what he were calling, what did, what did we sort of soft pitch this? Uh, uh, they were like, big, they were like good, good, good news, news, bad, bad news, news, or actually hard news, magic news. Hard, hard news, magic news. So the good news, bad news. The good news is you're 15, you have a portal power. The bad news is we are moving for my work. So we have to move. Actually, that's just hard news and magic news. The hard yeah. news is we're moving for my work. That's hard. Um, you're moving to a new school. That's going to be obviously hard in all the ways that that is always hard. But here's the magic news. The magic news is that in our family, when you turn 15, you gain the ability at any time to open a portal. Out of that portal will come some other 15-year-old into sort of your space. It's They're not, doesn't mess with their time. Like, I'm going to get into rules a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It doesn't mess with their timeline. You cannot control who comes out of it. It can be, it is someone the who has some- provides what the portal, they think you need. <laughs> what the portal thinks you need to know. The only rule is that whatever comes out will be 15. So like you can get Einstein, but it will be 15 year old Einstein. And it is exactly, I believe they are exactly as old as you. So if, if, if you are 15, if you use this on the 10th day that you're 15, then you'll get someone who is 15 in 10 days. 
Sure. That's, yes. That's the, yeah, but you're basically that, that, that's getting minutia, like a, but it's important for a plot thing. I like. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting like cosmic impressions of them, so it's not like Einstein goes back and is like, "Wait a second, we have computers." Right. Um, I know you touched on that, but like that's so. And I think because, of course, Zach and I just want to get it like off to the races and be having like fun and not like getting into the muck too much. We will definitely use an opening number to be like, here's everything you need to know so that we can just all be on the same page from the beginning. And obviously it's motivated by in the story he's actually explaining it to his own 15 year old daughter. But he also doesn't want to tell her too much about his experience because he's like, you should have your own time with this. Right. Openings in musicals are a little bit, I mean, there's a ton of ways that they're. That's great. Let's, let's talk uh, about like ones we like for a second. Ones that we think are. So here's one that I think is extremely time effective is into the woods. Into mm-hmm. the Woods has like, I wish more than right. anything. You're literally doing like a mini want song from like six different characters over the span That's of cool. like six minutes. Um, what I don't think we have time to do is another equally cool thing. But like there is a musical that is sort of um, rule breaking in its opening and it's called Oklahoma. And the opening is one guy coming out on stage and going, there's a oh, bright golden haze, haze on, on the, the meadow. Which, which apparently, as I, I mean, I guess, wow, some stuff from my musical history college experience did, I guess, live in my brain, was like, people were real confused that this was how this musical began. It was like, oh, interesting. it was not a way, not in a bad way. People were like, oh, it's great. But it was so different because musicals were always sort of like spectacle, like everyone singing sort of like, um, you know, the more traditional musical opening is a giant number that makes me think of uh that the hills are alive is like that too Mm -hmm. now you're getting a little bit more reveal of her character but you're just like but only through like show don't tell you're like seeing her in a nun in training outfit right but she is talking about like how the hills are alive with music she's like exemplifying her freedom and then she gets called back to the nunnery get thee to a nunnery um uh where you you workery in the nunnery where you workery and your nunnery nun's a job right that's called work yeah it feels weird to say like the nun has to go to work now because it's sort of the nun's life it it is is work it's a vocation it's a it's a um calling path it's a calling yeah it's a career um west side story opening gives us the the tension that we're getting dropped into but we don't meet tony and maria no we just see the gangs fighting and dancing it's very dancey. It's extremely dancey. I really like that opening, but it, it gives you a lot of information, but doesn't give you all the information. Uh, one um, that we've wedding recently- wedding singer does a recap of everything you need to know up until that point. Oh, that's cool. It's literally like I wrote a song six years ago while playing in a wedding band. It, it literally is just like the word got out. Suddenly, the band and I are in demand. Now, couples all over Jersey hire us. It's like we're a wedding band. Here's what we do. I had one song, and then they sing the song. That's cool. Um, yeah. Um, when you said one song, I immediately thought Glory. So yeah. Rent's opening, he is narrated, but has pops of other scenes, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. December 24th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. From here on in, I shoot without a script. See if anything comes of it. Instead of my his own. old shit. And then we slowly meet characters and it's cool because it's like it's Mark's documentary. It's like where the camera goes. We like now 
hear from other people. Yeah. And then we were recently reminded at how incredibly efficient the opening of Hamilton is where we were like, oh, that's like a character based info dump. Yeah. Where like, the nice thing about that opening is that it's a whole bunch of people talking about one person, right? So you both yeah. get, you both get their side of it. Like, here's my relationship with this other guy, but it's all in sort of service of like, here's what you need to know about this guy. Yeah. And also because it's narrated by Burr, it, it has like its own emotional engine where he's like coming at it from like, this guy drove me fucking crazy. Right. And like, I'm so you, gonna you, learn, kill him. you learn about all of these, everyone that like, cause it's yeah. not just him, right? There's other people in that. There other, are, but he right. leads most of it. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I just mean it has like fuel from the jump. It has an you emotional learn, You fuel. learn about them too. Like exactly. Based, yeah. It's just like all through the lens of how they feel about it. Right. Right. So I feel uh, like if we wanted to do something, well, we could keep talking about openings for a second in the broad sense, but if we wanted to do something similar, I think that like that's an important emotional hook is thinking about this single dad who is trying to make this sound good to his daughter. Obviously we, the audience get to also learn information, but it's being driven by like, Oh, but I'm about to have a really hard conversation with my daughter, but how can I make it sound as good as possible? And that like the, I think that emotional core is helpful where he's I just mean, like, just the, this is not the poetic version of it, but the opening line for a musical being, I'm about to have a really hard emotional conversation with my teenage <laughs> daughter is extre- is extremely good. <laughs> like go open the door and have that extremely hard conversation with your teenage daughter. Something you are good at doing. Yeah, you are good at doing it. Hello. Nope. Not ready. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's a fun way to start. I think, can we, I think I'm good talking about other musicals for now. Great. Let's, let's get up. I'm at the bottom of our big dock and you'll see my one note that I had from before, which is what if it moves a la our other movie? What if it covers a lot of ground? Like what if over the course of this song, we're scared about having this conversation and this is like, Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump around real quick. Scared about having this conversation, have the conversation, reveal the portal thing, do the move. By the end of the song, we're like in the new house and we're like dropping her off at school or yeah. something like that. We just like fly through it or something Definitely. like that. Um, Which I think, uh, I think it might help us. This is a little bit of plot minutia. It might help us that like when he has this conversation, it's like two weeks before her 15th birthday where he's like, this is going to happen. And then they move and it's like on her 15th birthday in the new house that the portal opens for the first time. Oh, interesting. I think they're, hmm, Yes. So for the plot of it all, it makes sense for there not to be any. I mean, I guess we can have the move have already happened and it, it is occurring. A couple of things. One, it did occur to me that we are sort of close to Beetlejuice, the musical in a couple of ways right now. And that we have. I haven't seen it or heard it. So yes, I'm yes, coming yes, at I, it fresh. Totally fine. So there is a shift in the Beetlejuice musical versus the movie. Sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen the very beginning of Beetlejuice the musical. This is the premise of it. And it is a big departure from the movie is that um, in the musical, uh, what is her name? Oh my gosh. Lydia? Lydia. Lydia's uh, mother has died and her father 
has moved her to a new house to sort of like get a fresh start, like fresh needed to move out of that house and do a new thing. Um, so, and that's sort of like a, um, an in-character adjustment for why this girl is obsessed with death, which in the movie is just sort of not, she's just like a dark kid, but in right. this one, it's like, oh, her mom just died. Of course she's obsessed with death. Right. Um, which is a really, really smart change. That the good musical, job, Anthony the King. Music, great job, Anthony King. Um, it's just, uh, it's really good. So being wary that that is a, I mean, but also like girl, girl has to move to new school is not something that anyone owns. It's been done a billion times. It also happens in Mean Girls. <laughs> also happens in Mean Girls and Mean Girls, the musical. Right. Um, so I like the idea. It makes sense for, for plot reasons that she wouldn't want it for us that like the second you knew that you had this power, you would use it immediately. Right. Right. So, um, Yeah. That makes sense to me. I was sort of thinking like there's a happy birthday, you have a power now moment of it all. Like it feels like a surprise to be revealed on the day of, of the birthday, which I right. guess could just mean that they've moved already. Right. So I think I'm of two minds, right? Either we start with, hey, I know this has been hard, uh, and but here's some magic news um, where we're in the new house, but it's her birthday. Or we have to... Do I think the other one where it's like, <laughs> and maybe he even uses it where he's like, uh, uh, there's only one like silver lining I could possibly present to her, which is like, uh, but like good news. There's also a world where we physicalize the portal in space where like our family has access to this portal, but it's only on in our like, um, it's a mirror generational it's, home. Right. It's like, it has to be here. I don't know that we want to go down that road because I think that might ask more questions than it's, but that would be another fix where it's like, and the good, the best part about moving back to my childhood home, you'll get to use the portal that lives oh, there. Right. Sorry. The house that they're moving to is they're moving back to the home that the, um, that the dad grew up in. Right. Um, in more of a rural such a hard word rural area oh right we just said we talked about this school being like a weird science magnet in the in the middle of nowhere right yeah like yeah that's funny um yes i like that i can go a bunch of ways on this that all sort of work for me because there's something very funny about like happy birthday you have powers now there's something very there's something very funny about like but also there's something really interesting to your other point about you're <laughs> in two weeks, you're going to have powers. And like, I feel like if I couldn't test that right away, I'd be like, surely not. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe you. There's nothing that I've experienced so far to, to, to make me believe that this would be true. Right. So it's not going to diffuse the argument in the way that you think it is. Right. And also it could be not the dad's plan to reveal that he could be going in just to be like, Hey, I've got some hard news. We're we're gonna move back to my hometown because I have to take over the cannery business. Bad, bad, bad. Fight, bad, 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 bad. And then but he's like, on the, but, uh, look, on the bright side, bright you're side. gonna have powers in two weeks. Sorry, I was always gonna wait till your birthday eve, the night before your birthday. You know, like he could, out of an emotional need, like spring that on her as like. God, I have to give this poor girl like something good to hold on to. Which gets her do gets to do the like, I don't believe, believe you. you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh-huh. Um 
And then we like cut forward to in the cars. Like, so you said about powers, like, are you still on that? I like, what are you? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or you uh, cut right to the house, you know, like, don't worry. You're going to love this room. It's got such a great view. Um, and like when the clock hits midnight, you know, you'll just do what you do. And we could really watch it be like, are you going to stay and watch me do my first portal? And he's like, no, 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 I'll let you experience it alone. She's like, cause it's not going to happen. Cause it's like, not going to happen and you'll yeah. be asleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think that buildup is good. Initially I was like, we're burying the lead too much. We should just get to it, which I think is potentially an issue. However, like. This gives them time to talk about it and not like have to, I think the delay to the actual doing of it is interesting because what if she also falls asleep before she can do it and has to go to school for the first day without like, the portal and doesn't we even, do it. We can even watch a 15 year old come out and be like, I guess she's asleep. Uh, okay. We're like she wakes up. She's like, I knew it was bullshit. Right. And we wait for when she has a, a question for the portal. That could be good. I mean, we don't want it. We don't want an extended thing where she like doesn't think it's real. I don't think that's no, like not a plot hook. But she can, but she can miss the first one, and then she can, like gets ready for school. And dad's like, "So how was the portal?" And was right. like, "Right, because mean, we can work. we can wait to have her use the portal for her want song." So we have this opening portals, not, this is stupid. And me and my dad are at odds. I go to school. Why is everyone obsessed with science? I mean, cool. But like, I'm sort of more of like a literature person right? and that's super hard. Comes down, slams door into room, asks to the heavens. And then first person comes wah, out. Wah, 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 wah. Uh huh. Yeah. I think that's actually kind of fun, dramatic timing. To push the portal a little bit back does sort of also put us a little bit more in line with like traditional arc of yeah. Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Spider-Man's I mean, not, truly... Spider-Man's like a good morning, you're Spider-Man, although exactly. pretty good though. Good uh, morning, you're, you're Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I think that it, yeah, I mean, we're talking about like, we're going 10 minutes in versus, you right, know, for sure. Um, which I think um, is great. Okay, so let's, can we... Um, because sort of like, also, sorry, really quickly, I think yeah. we want to make sure that like we are on the ground really understanding these two characters and their relationship. And, and the important that, like, stuff, which is not... Emotional yeah. beating heart before we're like off to the races, fun and games. Right. I think that I think, work will end up helping us. I totally agree. And also like the portal is not... The portal is meant to be a device through which we explore the emotional themes. Exactly. It is not the like let's jump around in the portal and see what crazy stuff happens here for the portal's right. sake. Right. Um, okay. So I was thinking, can we do like a sort of like beat list of just like thing, not even in order, but like things we want to happen in this opening. So yes, I was going to say it would also be when we actually get into like really writing it, it would be nice. Um, sort of a la our other opening. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to have like a little sung thing at the very top. That's our our girl that is maybe a theme that comes back. So like small example, she's like, um, she could sing, you know, I'm talking like a couplet where she's like, never know how lonely alone is something like we just, I mean, it could truly be her on the other side of her door. Exactly. Right. Like we open on her on her side of the door and we hear like that sort of like general teenage Uh on we, okay. Girl singing. Alone in her room, some mm-hmm. some sort of like theme. Couplet, quatrain. But real. it gives us it gives us a sort of emotional hook. Yeah, and it's almost just like a little 
yeah, it's just a little ethereal what, what. And then we jump into like a real musical shift with the dad. And if we were doing this on stage, they'd it would be like light, like small pool of light that the girl's sitting in and then very I wish style, like light up on dad on the other side going like, holy shit, you're about to tell your teenage daughter that she's got even more hard things to do as a teenage daughter. You know, right, like, like, cool. You know, what's fun is like having to tell your teenage daughter for which everything is already hard and it's about to get a lot harder because of you. And you it's uh-huh. it like, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, how do you. I guess this is a slightly. Yes, that's great. A musical shift of uh, d- the dad freaking out, which is like, as we've talked sort of out of character for him, he tends to be like pretty, maybe if it's not even freaking out, right? It's like, okay, well, we, sh- we should talk about the the locational specificity of the portal, right? Because if it is something that only works from their ancestral home, then this is not something he would news he would be freaking about telling her because like, for her to be Spider-Man, she has to go to Spider-Man's house. And he wants that for her. So, like, that wouldn't be like, oh, I feel so... It would be like, well, this is going to suck, but, like, this is how it's got to be. As opposed to, if it could work from anywhere, and this is just, like, what's happening, you'd feel more guilty about that. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, so we probably should go with that one. Okay. I like uh, that he's, like, a chiller dad, or they have, like, tension about him sometimes being hands-off, but I do think he should still be intimidated by having a hard conversation. And I think we should explore. We don't know exactly when the mom passed away, but like how long that's been, we'll have to nail down. Like how has their relationship been? I thought it had been a while. And I think that, I think that's good to distance us from Beetlejuice too, in which it is a really, really recent. Yeah. Um, so I think it's good for us to be like, they have a dynamic. She's not like every day, like they're they're They are what they are. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. And and also I think that like, I'm now picturing this dad freaking out moment as much more of like a chill guy. Let's come to give you news. And it's just like, that. nope, can't do it yet. Not ready. It's not like the sort of like nervous, like Seymour energy of that. It's, it's slightly different. Do we want to talk about um, the sort of versions of this that we have thought of in terms of how it lives after this? Three oh, live performance is that sure. useful? Just in terms of like, because I think it is going to inform the way that we write stuff and how things yes. goes. So just to sort of loop all of y'all in, we have had the first thing that we want to do: write this musical and then do a and then like cast it with everyone being a different person for a like recording of it. And then we were thinking we might do a two-person version of it with just the two of us and do it in, at Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yeah, we thought that would also be fun. We thought um, that would be fun and a good way to sort of like really live, test in it a, out. live in a show. You really get to know like what works when you do a show 25 times in a row. Um, do like an hour-long version of it, which is the version that we think we're writing anyway. Obviously, all of that could change pending if we can even go to Fringe, which is... A pretty big time commitment um, at a sometimes busy time of year. But that's yeah. sort of what we're thinking in terms of like, so we, I think we are. With an eye to, it could be performed by just the two of us, which we think would be really fun. Even if it was, you know, done on a smaller scale. We did like a handful of shows here. Right. Um, yeah, I think like that, we just are like, oh yeah, let's give, again, obviously if it became like a movie, you'd cast like age appropriate things. But I think you all know, I love playing 15 year olds and not afraid mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. 
try me. And, and me too. They'll just be other 15 year olds. Yeah. They'll be the, the fronds. <laughs> exactly. So I think in that way, we also like playing with some maybe like farcical elements of like doors opening, character switching, like making some of those thinking of this as living on a stage is a little different than thinking of it living in a movie where you can make a lot of things work. Right. I think I, it can transmute to movie, but like we're sort of now picturing it as a two person stage show. And we wouldn't necessarily let that stop us, right? Like you from doing scenes with more people, you and I do live shows with just the two of us that have where there are six people on stage all the time. Yeah. It's just it's, yeah. just, it's, a, it's own sort of energy. Right. Exactly. Um. Okay. Back to this girl singing alone in a room theme, emotional hook, a musical shift, dad, uh, uh, freaking out about um, the news he's about to drop, read the move. Do you have thoughts musically about this song? Like vibe wise, or I guess about this musical in general. I mean, like, I feel like it's going to lean modern musical like so much of our stuff does. Yeah. I think we talked about, we could have fun with certain 15 year olds who come through the portal, bringing like a genre shift because of the time and place that they're coming from, Mm -hmm. but all sitting within, like, I think something that we have been like has been a good thing about the other movie musical that we've been working on for years is the longer we've worked at it, the more musical unity between the songs. And I think like starting from a place of having like a, a, friendly bed of chords that a lot of it lives in stuff that can be repeated um like motifs and themes if like einstein's one of the 15 year olds and einstein has a theme that's like da 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 that like that theme can play when anything from the einstein lesson is paying off for our hero again um even if we're not seeing them so i think building very intentionally from the beginning of having everything sound very unified and not a ton of like genre shifting, only genre flavoring. Yeah, flavors. Um, sprinkle it. Sprinkle it. But yeah, it feels sounds like all of our crap, right? Okay, great. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm thinking of this as sort of a classic. The verses are lyrically dense, and the chorus is a time to like it's, stop it's down. Soaring. And, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. I mean, especially if we're if we're coming from like a girl singing something melodic. And to, I'm about to have a hard conversation with my teenage daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like that's, that's what we've set up for. Cause it feels like this opening part that happens right after that is like definitely some sort of musical fight, right? Yeah. Like a funny musical fight. Um, but between the two of them where she's like, what? We're moving schools. All, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. A musical fight about the move. We also could do like a handoff where she has a verse, you know, we could build to that. Well, um, that's, that's part of why I think like maybe the moving faster time is maybe, maybe good. Cause like portal knowledge aside, it is fun to me just how, uh, if like the opening verse of, and chorus of this takes place in their house, the next verse takes place in the car and then the next verse takes place at the new house or whatever. I don't know if that necessarily works best for us for what we're doing, but it's just like visually cool and interesting. Yeah, I think um, that works. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm but that is that- also, I think like our movie is like seeping into to, the, to this for me. No, not, nothing wrong with moving through time and space for sure. Um 
I think if that's the way we want also the audience to have a little more time to ingest the information versus like lights up in the new house tonight, there's a portal. Gosh, I mean, both work, but, um, yeah, cause we do need, we do need to stop down and explain that cause it is critical and the rules of it are critical. Right. So at some point, I mean, point, I kind of do like the idea of her being like, this is crazy. He's like, no, um, here's all the, here's all the rules. And like, yeah. And she's like, why are you, why are you telling me this? Why are you making this all up? This is nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is not going to help. Um, you know, um, boy, I mean, I, obviously we can just make a decision, go with it and then change our minds if it d- doesn't serve us. But yeah, I, I think that that's the right direction. I, I think I agree. Um, I like the idea that he wasn't planning on telling her about the portal that night and he like stumbles into it is a little, it's kind of funny to me. So he like comes into her room to have this hard conversation. Mm-hmm. It goes badly. As a way for him to sort of like funny badly, but it go it goes badly. Yeah. As a way for him to sort of like try to try to like pull success from the jaws of defeat. He's like, but in the way that parents do, it's like, but cool silver lining, you're gonna have powers in two weeks. Yeah. What? What? And that almost feels like I mean, that feels like when a song starts almost, but I think we are we're in it and let's just so maybe that's when our chorus will happen. Right. Maybe we'll be in like a sort of long extended opening verse. Yeah. Which is not unheard of. Rent does we, it. I think we could get away with that. Yeah. Does Rent even have a chorus in its opening? We're not gonna pay. Yeah, but it takes a while to get yeah. there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Almost thinking of it as like an opening suite, you know, like. I do think of it as an opening suite. Yeah. And it's sweet. And it's sweet. And the way to soften the blow. He mentions powers early. Uh huh. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I think that's funny. You I think know, so too. and then she's like, and it's well, character is- base, which is always helpful. Yeah. And she's like, I don't believe you. Uh huh. And he's like, No, it's real. Here are all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> It's real. It's complicated. And here's all the rules. I mean, we also, depending on how much this is in our vibe, we could play with soliloquy where he like turns and he's like, holy shit, that why'd you do that, Gary? You said that too early. You were supposed to wait till the night of her birthday, but I know it will cheer her up. Rules. Here are the rules. You know, kids, kids love rules. Kids love rules. And psyched for rules. Uh. I know you want to know how it works. Have you ever tried to write the word soliloquy out? No, and you can't wow. make me. And you can't do it. S O L. It's, the, it's, it's and then almost goodbye. the word soil. It's almost the word silo, but it's neither of those words. It's solilo. Oof. Quai. It's like, it took me forever to be able to write souvenir. Like, we just got some odd ones in there. Oh, yeah. Restaurants been traditionally hard for me, and I know mm-hmm. it all the time. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Okay. So yeah, soliloquies, I think good as needed as like stop down, but also as ways to like, those are real useful for someone to really give their inner, inner monologue, which was useful for him, but also for our hero to be like, I can't believe he thought this would work. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. this. I think fun to play with like what, and then what they're actually saying to each other 
all you while know, getting the information out. You know, what would be funny is if she's like pouting in the, and like, we do that. That's our first verse. He's got all the information out, whatever door slam ends of, ends of, end of scene, not end of song, end of scene, open up now on the car. She's pouting angry on the trip. And she's like, Hey, remember when you told that bullshit lie about a portal in a way that you thought was going to make me happy? What was that about? It's like, no, that's real. Oh, you're doubling down on this crazy portal thing right now. Uh I'm so mad. I'm still mad at you. And I'm so mad at you. Um, Yeah. We also could just stay with the dad, right? Like she has like headphones in staring out the car window and he's like, and now think of something different to tell her. Oh, did you know that we have a restaurant downtown? What? Think of something different to tell okay, her. She's still so mad. mad. I yeah. wonder how long this is going to go on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How long can a teen stay mad for? Uh-oh. Like Might seven be years. forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we could play with that. Stay with him a little bit because I do sort of feel like, we start with her, we get this little glimpse into her and her life, but then it's mostly his song until she's like, okay, fine. Happy birthday to, we get like a little bit of like, maybe if it, the tiny part of her, that's like, it would be nice to have a little extra help. It'd be nice to have like a little more advice. It'd be nice to have like someone who listens and doesn't think twice, blah, blah, blah. In her, and in, then her, she in, falls, her in her own head, in her own bedroom where he's like, you know, try to nice stay up till midnight. This was real. Yeah, exactly. Alone. She's like, it'd be nice if this was real. Actually, it'd be nice if it was real. Fall asleep. She, she doesn't asleep. see it. But w- even if it's just a lighting cue of like a wow, 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 wow. Exactly. Wah, wah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know what would be, I just had this thought. Okay. So we were just listening to um, One Day More the other yeah. day for Unrelated well, for uh, for the for movie, just a right? fun Saturday hang, just a fun Saturday <laughs> hang where we got. It was also fun. You and I went and got lunch together. It was something that almost never happens. We're all working so together. Lovely. And we never hang out. What a joy! Um, this is just me bragging about the time we hung out. <laughs> on yeah, <our> podcast <laughs> uh, guys. I got to hang out with Jessica, and it was this, real fun. It's as cool as you think it would be. <laughs> um, there's um, So that song, structurally, we were talking about, is very interesting because it basically has two sections that go back and forth. And different people sing different lines in them, but there's the... um, I did not live until today. And then there's the other section. Right. And it just goes back, betting-wise, music-wise, what's under it-wise, between those two sections, like the da 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 da. And it occurred to me that there's a comedic version of that that we could do here, which is their like essentially like verse section and the chorus section. But verse and chorus are not quite the right way to describe it. We basically have the, the them talking to each other section and then the them soliloquy section. Right. And we jump back and forth between the two. So we start soliloquy from her alone in a room, two of them having sort of like conversation, even if sometimes that's just one of them. Musically, Mm -hmm. that feels like its own thing. Mm -hmm. Then we go back into their like internal space where the other is thinking something. Then we go back to where it's actually a conversation between the two of them. It's like, I guess you could think of it broadly as the like in our head and like in the world section. And those are musically distinct and we jump back and forth between the two. Okay. What about this? What if there are also themes for the characters that repeat, but uh, they like switch? So say that the dad 
in life when he's actually talking to her, say he's singing more, more staccato or dense and uh, he's sort of trying to get all the information out. But when we go to in, or maybe the opposite, he's like calm, cool and collected in front of her, right? He's like, hey, this is what's happening. I know it is hard, but da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then when we go into his head, it's like da 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 And she's the opposite, where she, in speaking to him, is like da 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 What are you talking about? Why are you making up such a bullshit lion? Why da-da-da-da? And then when we go into her head, she's like, okay, so he's trying, though. You know, like... He has a million things going on inside his head, but is able to present as cool, calm... She uh, is presenting is, is hard way, on her sleeve. way more centered in her own brain, right? But when she has to talk, just like explodes. Yes, I think that's, I'm not. I think that's I, great. Yeah, I, I don't even know that we need to worry that necessarily. Like maybe they both have their own slow theme and they interlap together. Exactly, maybe yeah. it's exactly the same. Who knows? Right. But I think right. that those that is sort of like a the the guiding rhythmic purpose. It would be- It'd be cool to start from a place where musically we show that they're not on the same page, but they're actually made of the same ingredients Mm -hmm. and build towards them being, you know. Yeah, I think that's great. Because at one point they will like line up and do the Mm -hmm. harmony version of the, like not in this song, obviously, but like later on. Right. Um, Okay. Theme for... While I type this, summarize that thought real quick in two sentences. Uh, um, the, th- the theme for the theme for the dad and or the dad's in the the dad's external theme is cool, calm, collected. His internal theme is a little bit more manic and stressed, and the daughter is the opposite. She blurts out what she's thinking. Got it. But internally, she's a little bit more like in herself, you know. Got it. Great. Which is fun. She's less of a moody teenager and she's more of an anxious teenager. Yes. I don't think we think of her as like a screaming at, I don't think that's the relationship they have. No. Because we've talked about him giving her like a very like long leash and trusting her and thinking she's great. And her whole, her thing is more of a like, I don't, she doesn't, she doesn't see her own uh, greatness. I've also... Cited like yeah for me I think like eighth grade is a very good uh, influence. You gotta watch it. It's great. It where it's very much more that dynamic where like they're they're missing each other and there's conflict, but it's not like ragey. It's more like it's more anxious and internal and a little sadder because it's more about like this sweet girl who doesn't know how to let her dad in versus a a more moody or angry teen who's actively shutting them out. It's more like born out of that embarrassment where you're like, I can't show you myself cause it's stupid. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> which is it, very sweet. And I think we're picturing also a version where this relationship is very good. Right. So yes. it's like, she is mad at him for this thing. She is not, they are not like at odds as people for the most right. part. They, they have not been at odds until he says this. Right. And then maybe also just their actual dynamics change so much because he's either working more and, you know, to save the family cannery, to save the family, insert whatever the family does. We haven't decided right. yet. We have decided that this school is out in the middle of nowhere and like a, do we put it in a bog or is it just like sort of in the middle of nowhere? It's just sort of rural, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Just as an idea that it's like tied to like the agricultural sciences. Yes. I've loosely been picturing um, that it could take place in Washington state and she was in like Seattle and now is in like rural. She went from city to small town. Yeah. And there's parts of Eastern Washington that are actually like look like farmland pretty quickly where they have a bunch of cherries and apples. Yeah. So we could be in like, doesn't even have to look, it doesn't, well, it doesn't look like twilight. It's not like that kind of rural Washington. It's the like a little bit more like farmland. I would say we could just set it in. I mean, there's plenty of farmland in like Northern California. Um, Oh yeah. It could be a true, I mean, if we want to keep all of our fun, fun California specifics that we know, we can just move her from Los Angeles to, to Shasta, to Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta, where actually they grow a lot of weed. Um, I mean, that's funny too. Yeah. Did they used to before it was illegal? I think so. And now there's like a race to legalize sort of these existing mountain farms. Did you see this thing that there is a, um, there was a push to like turn a decommissioned prison into a uh, weed manufacturing place because it has like the necessary security that you would That's need. Cool. It's like, this is a good way to repurpose this bad yeah. building. Hell yeah. Um, the big issue in growing weed in the mountains like that though is getting up, up, up enough water. That's what someone uh, in Mount yeah. Shasta was telling us. Weed's thirsty, thirsty. <laughs> makes you so thirsty. Makes you thirsty. The plant is thirsty. The other day I was hanging out with some friends and I could tell my friend's edible kicked in because their mouth was doing that. Like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like he was like having a full conversation. I was like, yo dude, did that edible hit? And he was like, what do you mean? Cause my mouth. <laughs> like, yeah. I haven't Between been, every word, you ha- you have to re wet in your mouth. I haven't. Yeah, my friend uh, who uh, my friend my friend who got high uh, <laughs> um, said something. God, months ago that really stuck with me. He's like, you yeah, know, nothing like being high and getting a glass of ice water. And I was like, <laughs> what? Um, and then I was like, oh yeah, he's right. So like a wild, glass of ice water. wild. Okay. What a glass of ice water will do. It's been a while. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. On that note, is that, that's sort of like what we would do as we break a song. Yeah. Um, let's just, because the next step is then rough, rough demo of it, which who knows either you may get us, you'll may play snippets of it here. Yeah. Or you may get us talking about the one song and then get a dual episode where you hear snippets of both. Um, who knows the, how the workflow is actually going to work out, but the, the, premises you will hear snippets of this as we go so though but, not though not always on the same guaranteed uh, timeline so let's just real quick before we cap this because i think we i think we are good i think we do have the pieces that we needed to have physically it starts in their old house right mm-hmm. it ends in their new house does it end with her falling asleep before midnight to the same song I think so, yeah. Okay. Right before midnight. Or does it like end as they're unpacking and then that's like a scene between the two of them? Or is the first scene like, good morning, get ready to go to school tomorrow, today? <laughs> um, I think more music, more better. Like right. Lee, Lee ends with him like closing the door and being like, you know, you can try to stay up till midnight It'll be pretty cool, you know. Uh, and she's like, "Well, I have to go to the first day of school tomorrow." Oh, right. And then right before she 
falls asleep, we get that her like, well, it would be cool if this power was real, uh-huh. but she like can't make it. Uh-huh. And then she falls asleep and then we get the wah, wah, wah. And then lights up next morning. Go, We have a scene of her at school being like, what's happening? What's happening? School, school, school. Come home into one song, I think. Do we not start with like breakfast table with dad? Like We may, but I think okay. that's still like scenic and quick. Right. But that's next. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Anything else that we want to put on this shot list before we dive into that we want to make sure we hit? Those are sort of like the, do we, do we need a middle traveling section between the two or is it better to just jump house to house? I don't know that we know yet. It might see how long, like how much real estate we use that first conversation. If it already feels too long, we might just want to like get to it. Great. And we do want to get the rules though, right? She's sort of like discounting all of it. So the, and the rules are, it's for while you're 15, you get someone who is exactly as old as you. You can Uh, ask the portal a question, but you don't get to say, can you please send me like Anne Boleyn or whatever. The port, the portal sends you what it thinks you need. Uh Uh-huh. Is it open all the time or does it like open as she uses this power? Uh, I think, I think we want it to womp, 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 open and close. I think the more it's not controlled, the better it is. It's like, yes, like it will probably start right away because you have a bunch of, and he can be like, it probably will open right away because like you've got a lot of things you need and it, mm-hmm. uh, it sort of like opens as you need it. For me, it happened right when I turned 15. Yeah. Um, uh, opens as you need it. Uh, and you can kind of focus on what you want, but it gives you what it gives you. I think so. Yeah. Um, like making a wish into a wishing well, you know, yeah. like. That's funny too, that we can have like, you can have it accidentally open when she's like making wishes that she doesn't realize. She's like, yeah, man, I wish I knew how to talk to hot people. The hottest 15 year old you've ever seen. Where are you <laughs> from? 20 BC. <laughs> 20 BC, Finland. <laughs> what? You're so fucking hot. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I love the mix of famous the accident, and the, non-famous. Non, famous and non-famous, but the accidental opening of it is something that I think we hadn't thought about before. But yeah, if that's it is great. Tr- if it is triggered by like... Wishes. Needing, yeah, <laughs> like wishes. Like, who would she wish for and who would she actually get? Like, it, I mean, like yeah. the version of our generation would be like Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Leonardo, like, wah, 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 Titanic, wah. Titanic era Leo, Titanic era Leo. <laughs> or I guess, no, you have to get 15 year old Leo who was cute. Yeah. Growing um, pains era Leo. And then instead you get just like an actual 15 year old who worked in the Titanic is like, oh my, oh my, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Your life was hard. <laughs> and you didn't and live past 15. you didn't live. You died this year. Uh, Sad. Probably yeah. not that. Um, you could do a ship builder on the Titanic. That's true. It's my first job. I made the best ship. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, great. That's how you did an opening number. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can also, as so now just peek behind the curtain, like Zach and I will like fill fill in lyrics as we think of them. We I might throw him just like random couplet ideas. Then he might do like a rough a rough pass and go back and forth. And when we have any, got something any, complete, we, if there's anything interesting that we discover, we will, we will loop you in. Yeah. Anything lyrically. St- I mean, like the things that we've talked about is like, I'm about to have a very hard conversation with my 15 year old teenage daughter. Funny to me. I don't believe you. Funny to me. It would be nice to, if this were real. Yeah. Good. Um, anything else at the top of your head or if not fill it in the stock later. Yeah. 
I think Great. those are the those are the big chunks. Great. Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of On Book the the scripted musical process. And um, uh, you know, watch the space. And hopefully now you'll be listening to a little bit of this opening in progress. Bye. Goodbye.